Hi there. Welcome to the End Times Guy podcast. My name is Lee. I'm just a blue-collar truck driver busy at work right now, heading down to Yakima, Washington with a load of lumber to deliver. From there, I'll probably skip through, uh, what is that called? Snoqualmie into Seattle for a load of steel to take north. It's been a snowy morning, but we're right around the freezing mark right now. I expect that by the time I'm unloaded, we'll be in the, the above zero and things will start to thaw out and the roads will warm up and I'll be able to get better time. And I like to tell you about my work just to remind you that there's nothing special about me whatsoever. I'm just like you. We're all Christians living in the end times. I, you know, it's very hard to get your mind around the fact that we're actually seeing the end times unfold here in our generation. Who would have thunk it? I, I thought it would be a hypothetical thing way off in the future that we could talk about for years and years to come and explore all kinds of possibilities, more uh, a mental game than an actual physical reality. And yet here we are. Um, I talk a lot about the beast kingdom on this podcast, and I say it as if everyone should understand what I'm talking about. So today I want to clarify and, and refine what I'm talking about when I say the beast kingdom and that understanding comes out of Revelation chapter 13, verse 1. It says, Then I saw a beast coming up out of the sea, having ten horns and seven heads. And on his horns were ten diadems, and on his heads were blasphemous names. And the beast which I saw was like a leopard, and his feet were like those of a bear, and his mouth like the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power and his throne and great authority. So this is the beast kingdom. In Daniel chapter 7, the, the vision that Nebuchadnezzar had described five empires that would rule the world. And when it came to the legs of iron, that was the Roman Empire. It would be the second to last empire. There would only be, again, on the face of the earth, one final empire, the feet made of clay and iron. That's my GPS. It's giving me a lot of grief right now. The um, power cord is kind of hinky. I'll have to replace that. But uh, the feet of iron and clay are an area that we get stuck on. What is the, the iron seems to represent Rome. Rome was the legs of iron and that represented military power. But what is the clay? Um, clay is brittle. We know that the clay doesn't adhere to the iron. And I've, I, I've posed the hypothesis in the past that the clay could represent circuitry, a marriage between military power and circuitry, which we're seeing with the revolution of AI technology on the battlefield with a lot of artificial intelligence married to drones and robots and aircraft, submarines, you name it, AI is entering the battlefield in some very frightening ways. And it's something we have to consider. Another thought I've had is that God formed us, you and I, from the dirt, the dust of the earth. What if we're the clay? And in the end times kingdom, there is a marriage between humanity and physical technology. And that's spoken of in the Great Reset, Klaus Schwab, 
who is the author of The Great Reset, the brain behind this wonderful world-changing scheme, wants to create Human 2.0, a marriage between humans and technology, where we will have microchips within us that will be able to monitor what we're thinking, monitor our body chemistry, our activity, where we're located, what we're doing, and all the rest of it. This is actually going on in China right now with their social tracing apps and cameras. Everything they do is monitored and recorded and tracked, and it reflects on their social credit score. If you're a good little citizen, your social credit score will remain high, and you will have access to better work, travel, things of that nature. But when you're not behaving like a good citizen, you lose privileges. Um, very, very authoritarian. There is no freedom, no such thing as freedom. And Jinping would like very much to export that to the rest of the world. He said at the G20 summit that he would like to introduce the same COVID tracing app that they're using in China to the rest of the world just to make it safe. He wants a global platform um, playing right into the Great Reset. Now, Another thing that I'm noticing, and I'm sure you are too, in regards to the Great Reset, is how corporations, large corporations, seem to be thriving right now. Walmart, Amazon, Target, Lowe's are really showing large, large profits right now, while your local businesses are all suffering. They're being shut down. They're unable to operate. They have no revenue. And they, many of them have said, if there's a second lockdown, we're not going to survive it. So this is, uh, this is something that we have to stop and think about. Because the Great Reset is a marriage of the World Economic Forum, the International Monetary Fund, the World Health Organization, and all these global entities. It's a marriage with corporations. And corporations control our food, our media, uh, what we're able to wear. All of these things are controlled by the large corporations. And when there's a marriage between these, I think we'll see it sort itself out into seven heads. And those seven heads could be labeled as um, corporations or they could be labeled as international um, global cabals, like, like the Council on Foreign Relations. Um, but whatever name, whatever branding they choose to take, they will have tremendous power. And we're seeing, we're witnessing the extinction of small business, which, by the way, pays all of your, your uh, local taxes. Those large corporations have offshore tax accounts. They pay little to nothing in the way of taxes to your community. So with the death of small business, uh, your local and regional governments will become impoverished and susceptible to federal money and federal intervention. It's all being strung together right before our very eyes. Now, the seven heads of the beast in the past, we thought, well, those must be the seven hills of Rome and the Catholic Church would rule the world. And the Catholic Church will undoubtedly play a central role in the final kingdom. 
And we know that because the great harlot rides the beast. And the great harlot, I've done a very in-depth study on the end times Bible study. And there's just no other way of seeing it as anything but Rome. And the great harlot is drunk on the blood of the saints. No single group has shed more Christian blood than the Catholic Church. And she's the mother of harlots, and no one but the Catholic Church has given birth to harlots, the likes of the Rosicrucians, the Jesuits, the Knights Templar, on and on it goes. All of these secret societies have been birthed from the Catholic Church. So it's undoubted that the um, Catholic Church will play an integral role in this final kingdom, a central role. But the seven heads... I'm waiting for some sort of amalgamation between corporate and technic, uh, the the big tech companies and the global forums that are seeking to establish authority over or rule over the world. There's still jockeying going on as far as which entity will have the final say. But I hope you see it that with the, the death of small business, Power is being channeled into the large corporations and the large corporations power is channeled further as the I'm sure the owners of these large corporations are members in these global entities that are seeking to rule the world. So all of the major power is being strengthened and channeled to the top and It's frightening. We're seeing that final beast kingdom gaining strength right now. And what it needs, what it's lacking right now is authority. It needs the authority of the dragon so that it can rule the rest of mankind. Think about it. Eight billion people on the planet, all very different from one another. You take a California liberal and put him in Iran next to a fundamentalist Sunni and very, very different people bring someone from North Korea and from China into the mix. Yeah, who is going to be able to bring unity and authority over all of that? And I think there's going to have to be some sort of technical um, channeling into our bodies, some physical access to our bodies where we either fall in line or we can be immediately exterminated, we can be blocked out of society altogether. Um, They have to have absolute authority over us. And when the dragon gives its authority to the beast, we'll see that happen. Where either you make covenant with the dragon, you make covenant with the beast system and become one with it, or you're excluded from society. You won't be able to buy and sell, or maybe through a vaccination, through an injection, through an implant, through something like that, they will have the power to literally shut you off. And we know that that those who refuse to worship the image of the beast are put to death on a planet filled with 8 billion people. How do you monitor every single person? How do you know that one person in the middle of nowhere is not worshiping the beast, the image of the beast? There has to be some intrusion, some serious intrusion into our lives through uh, technology, um, invasive 
um, forms of, I don't know, but, but we got to keep our eyes open. That moment is coming. And once you received either the injection or the implant or whatever it is, they will have power and authority over you. And if you don't worship the image of the beast, if you don't follow the party line, if you, if you are not being a good citizen, you'll be executed or ostracized from society. And, and this is all unfolding before our very eyes. And it's just remarkable. It's very hard to acknowledge. It's so much easier to just close your eyes to it and pretend it's not real. Pretend that life is going to go back to normal. We don't really have to worry about it. But once again, I urge you, first of all, to do spiritual prepping. Make sure that you are walking in right relationship with the Lord, that you are feeding that fire within you daily with the word of God, with prayer, with worship, with thanksgiving, that you are drawing near to him. And, you know, we will not be deceived. If we remain in the light, we will see clearly and we will make a wise judgment. But if we're lulled, if we're lured into carnality, away from the Lord, walking after the things of the flesh, we open ourselves up to tremendous danger. I, I know that many, many Christians don't want to. I, and I know this because I've reached out to many of them and tried to warn them. And I've been ignored, absolutely ignored. This is the kind of thing people don't want to think about. Um, my own daughters really are, it, it, it really hurts them to have to be aware of this stuff. And I can't blame them. They're young. They have their whole lives ahead of them. They're supposed to be thinking about their career and, and they're raising a family of their own and all that good stuff. Um, it, it really isn't fair that they don't have that opportunity. But we cannot, no matter how uncomfortable... It is, we cannot close our eyes. We need to keep our eyes open. We need to be prepared to move. You need extra food stocked up, medicine, water filtration, durable clothing, and the ability to live outside of society by some means or another. It's something you need to have in order now because it may fall on our heads when we're least expecting it. It may drop out of the sky and your options will be to flee to the woods and try and live on pine cones or take a mark, take a vaccination, take something that makes you essentially a slave to the kingdom that's being established all around you right now. None of what I'm saying is good news. None of what I'm saying is popular, but that doesn't matter. I'm not here to try and be popular or have lots of likes or any of that. Um, my concern is with watching what's going on in the world around us and with spiritual discernment warning my brothers and sisters in Christ so that they will be woken up and in turn will wake others up. We really need to be doing our jobs right now and that is to wake people up to the truth, the reality that the beast kingdom is forming around us. We may have one year, we may have three years, we may have less than a week. We have to be awake and aware of what's going on and prepared to act. God bless you and thanks for joining me.